Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 236. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. Hello. Hey, that's me. Welcome back. Hello. Hello, listener. Hello, Hello, viewer. Hello, listener and viewer. Hopefully we can get all the way through a video recorded episode again. I'm not sure why this system is blue screening today. Should, but, I, uh, get, should I get you one of those $70 computers from no, FreeGeek to no. fix this one? This, I think it's, this one seems to be problematic. The first crash, that's because I forgot to turn off the mining. Okay. And the second crash, I don't know why. Mm. But uh, anyway, patreon.com like forward like slash mining. arbitrage. <laughs> I think probably not, but I'm not going to turn it back on until after this episode. Just in case. I, didn't you have a, you had this issue before? I think it was like a, something with like how you had clocked the computer or something. Yeah, like there was that. an overclock on it yeah, last time. But yeah. like it rebooted and those default after. Weird. I'm pretty sure. I, it doesn't totally matter. weird. Patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. On this fancy pants website, you'll find two open and levels of support for content consumers like you. I think I just had a mini stroke. To support content okay. producers like us, patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. You got through it. That's the thing. Moving on to beer. Okay, so there's a lot of mythical creatures <laughs> on this can. This. <laughs> there's like a uh, koala, cat, happy, angry, thorny head, bunny butt. It, it's like a it, it's a it's a bunch of installations and then one of them is like a cat with like a angry face and a happy face at the same time. I mean constellations. Yeah, there we go. I'm putting them on the camera. So it's right called Yodelweiss. Like right there. Okay. But yep. then if you look over here, there's a fun. Oh, you can't really see it on camera. Is it the froggy guy? Yeah, there's like a little lizard with like wings and like three eyes, and then there's like a little like corgi Owl. goat thing. Yeah, there's also the owl, the Yule owl with the third eye. They all have third eyes, so it looks like, except for the bunny cyclops. So we're drinking Illuminati the beer. Yeah, it's uh, called Yodelweiss uh, Dunkelweissen by Bauhaus Brewlabs. First impression, very good. Yeah, that's I got it out of a advent calendar uh, from Lunds and Byerly's. Like a liquor. regular advent calendar or like an alcoholic one? Lunds and Byerly's does a little beer advent calendar. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, if churches recommended good beers, I might be inclined to go back to them. But yeah, they don't. I, I guess I, I don't really know. I've never been to one. Oh my god, is it because you're Jewish? So one of the reasons I love my job um, <laughs> is like they do like a bunch of like little in, like inclusivity things that like they don't they're not like overtly like hey let's like pander to Jewish people, mm-hmm. but they're, it's just like little stuff like when they said hey just so you guys know you have Christmas Eve and day off. You also and the following Monday, and you also have uh, New Year's Eve and day off. And I'm like, that's cool. And then below it, they had in parentheses the dates. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is great because I don't know when the fuck Christmas is. <laughs> like, it's, Dude, it's like, oh, are you coming to Thanksgiving? I'm like, uh, when is that? I'm like, well, it's it's the, Thursday before this. I'm like, when is it? Well, for me, like, so just imagine, think of, like, all these, like, weirdo, like, Christian holidays, like, Easter and stuff, where, like, shit's closed. Yeah. I don't have any concept of when Easter happens. To be fair, I don't either, and I was raised in the church that yeah, came like, up with this bullshit. So. Yeah, I've got, like, no concept, no idea of even when it should vaguely happen. Spring, I think. I guess. I don't know. There's a whole thing, I think it's, like, March or something, the first, like, Sunday in March after Palm Wednesday. All Saints. I don't All know. All Saints Tuesday or something. Like I don't know. before or after they scrape ash on their forehead and walk around yeah I I, know, it's dude. it's it's weird and like i, I don't I, like it i know it's vaguely around a jewish holiday i don't know which one because there's a lot of them we don't have tasty food associated with our holidays like you do 
Yeah, we have. And I don't like, know why I'm grouping myself in Christianity anymore. Well, because not. because you, it's where you grew up. Yeah, like I am wearing. Yeah, a or it's sweater, like so. at least vaguely, I can like I like I know like what to expect. Like, I'm not small soup. I got Seder, okay, and then you get the and that's also where you have the yummy fried chicken. And then you have like the latkes for Hanukkah. Like the, you have, about you, those you, yeah, you have, you have the different foods for the different holidays, and then you remember when the holiday is. Well, and, I mean, yeah, we have like the Thanksgiving. Yeah, there's a, a oh, typical meal, yeah. but beyond that, and that's not even religious. That's like, just because no. Christopher Columbus liked to rape people. Yeah, like, and but like it's not like it's not like Christmas. Like, oh yes, Christmas. It's when we eat like spam, like or like you know, just like, get plastered. I, like I guess, like you, you guys eat like your eggs that you leave on the front lawn in Easter. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Easter is a day in which everything's close. So I go see a movie Who's and I go to tell a Chinese restaurant. These folks that bunnies don't lay eggs. I don't know. Not Somebody's close, gonna have yeah, to. Yeah, not gonna be me though. So I, I'm not having that fight. It's my family Christmas tonight. So oh, I'm, fun! I'm, That's I'm starting. The well, hat, the, I'm the in shirt. this terrible, awesome, very cool, customized sweater. Wow! Oh, I love that. It looks like it says Joda. Jada? Yeah. But yeah. It's just because it's. I know. I'm pretty sure Tanya found it on a Facebook ad and just drop shipped it to me. Oh, I but love that. It's That's adorable. That's pretty great. So. Wow. It's so tacky. I love it. That's well, thanks, Tanya. They've made yep. both of our lives better. Ryan gets to sort of look at it, even though it's yeah. too big. So it's no, kind of no, it's fine. I, that, that's that, that's how a sweater's supposed to fit. It's just supposed, <laughs> if you have a sweater that fits normally, you just look fat in it. Like you could be gaunt. I and, look like, fat you, in everything. But Ryan, I mean, like, it's okay. But I mean, like you could be like you could be like a hundred pounds and six feet tall and have like a perfectly fitting sweater, and you'll still look like you're 130 pounds. Like it, <laughs> it makes you always look like you have that more weight than you do. That's the extra cheer that we pack on. For yeah, the holidays. like whenever I like put on a sweater. Like, I always look like I'm 30 pounds heavier. Like, it's just, it's, it's just how it is. It's yeah. Our eyes work that way. Yeah, whereas, like, if I have, like, a sweatshirt where, like, sweatshirts fit loose, like, I, it look normal. Like, fair enough. Anyway, so did we talk about Patreon yet? Yes. Okay, cool. Let's talk about Neo. Okay. And uh, if you guys remember from six months ago, Neo's Did we right... talk about the Ion Neo? Or was it No, we talked else? about their really cool dealerships in China. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In mm-hmm. Eastern, you know, like, East Asia. That's right. They were we're, killing it. Yeah, like, they were just, like totally eating Tesla's lunch. Um, and they made like a pretty cool, like model S competitor, um, which like, I wasn't like, okay. Cause like the model S, I, I'm not a big fan of midsize cars, either go full size or get small. Is huge. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's still like, it's considered midsize though. Really? It's, yeah, I know it's weird. Midsize cars are huge these days, but like, if you're just gonna get such a big car, just get a full it's size. The size like, of a forties aircraft carrier. I know. Like just get a full, like an actual full size car. Like, just yeah. be done with it. Get yourself just a, get a Rolls Royce. Get yourself an S Class and be done with it. Like, yeah, or a Rolls Royce, exactly. Um, but yeah, the 2023 Neo ET5, mm-hmm. um, 483 horsepower, 516 pound feet of torque, 4.3 seconds, 0 to 62, um, comes to a stop in 111 feet from 62 miles an hour. I want to see a. Uh... Why am I blanking on this? To the John Davis show, uh, Motor Week. Motor Week. Yes, I want to see like a vintage Motor Week where they go through all those same tests in one of these. That'd be great. Um, Welcome so to Motor Week. I'm John Davis. The ET5 on standard range battery, the 75 kilowatt hour battery, does mm-hmm. 342 miles of range. That's really good efficiency. Yeah, uh, 100 kilowatt is 435 Jeez. kilowatt hours. Yeah. How are they getting that kind of efficiency? But wait, there's more. Would you ever like to drive to Chicago and back on one charge? For the most part, with the uh, boat, with the exception of stopping to like literally eat, 
Well, yeah, I mean, bio brakes. <laughs> um, 621 miles with their ultra-long-range battery. How many kilowatt hours is that? 150. Holy hell. That's really good. It's going to be so heavy. This is going to weigh so much. I mean, if you saw the <laughs> horsepower figures, like, <clears throat> it doesn't matter. I guess. Um, like, the performance is there. Uh, it's got autonomous driving, which... It's got. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you've convinced both of us, Neo. <laughs> yeah, something called Aquila Super Sensing. So I don't know what that is. And then Atom Super Computing Systems. Uh, so are they going to put these all in like vinyl graphics on the door at least, like the '80s turbo Japanese cars? I really cars? hope so. But I, I basically, I assume all this means is that like you can talk to the Chinese Communist Party directly from your car. Oh, okay. They'll monitor everything you say. I guess I don't know. Um, but I guess all that stuff is like a service. It's $105 a month. So you can just like, Ooh, yikes. That's a lot of money. But I also like that. Like, it's just there. And like, I kind of like that. Like it doesn't cost extra. Cause then like, if you're just like, you know what? I want to like go on a road trip with my super long range battery. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll pay for the, like the lane sure. sensing. And then if you're like, I'm not going to use the line sensing because I don't really care about it for like my five-minute commute to work. Yeah, as long as you can like leave it off and then yeah. you just decide you need it one day and then you have it for 30 it's days. It's kind of cool. Like, it's, I kind of like that, that you can turn it on and off. And it's like, it's there. Like that That's a good way to go about it. It's not like heated seats where like oh yeah, BMW. You, have to, you have to pay for the heated seats and then you have to pay for this. Like It should be there just standard and then you can pay for it. And that's like... It only goes for a few things. I don't think that should go for, like, that should not go for standard luxury items like heated seats. But, like, for, like, extra fancy stuff like self-driving, like, lane assist, stuff like that. Like, then I can understand paying for that. Sure, and a lot of those are subscription. I think even, like, FSD is what Tesla also, calls it. I think it. something that's also very interesting about that being a subscription service is they can probably just turn it off. Like, if it turns out to be, like, hugely problematic. There's three woof-woofs outside, sorry. Ooh, I see. Uh, um... But yeah, so it's actually really cool. It's got a 10.2-inch uh, instrument cluster and a center screen because they know that... That's actually not egregious. I think that they know that the center screen will probably be problematic. Interesting. Hopefully they're easy to replace and inexpensive. And I, I bet that the the instrument cluster is separate from the center screen because they're like, well, the, center cluster, the instrument cluster... Does a completely different job. It's a different well, manufacturer. Well, you see, <laughs> it doesn't appear to be a separate piece on that car. And in the older cars, even though they are separate devices, they are paired, so they must be replaced at the same time. I feel like Neo probably is looking at their Tesla's problems. And, I hope you're right. Yeah, because like their whole thing is like they're just eating Tesla's lunch and just going doing everything that Tesla does with better. Can we get a car, uh, an electric car? That uses knobs, buttons, and switches in like two thousands grade LCDs. Yeah, that's I would. That like. would be good. That'd be really nice. However, I will say, uh, all things being said, it looks amazing. It looks nice. It yeah. looks really great. I like how they put the self driving sensors on the roof, and it kind of looks like a little vent. It looks like a roof scoop on an old yeah, Subaru. Yeah, <laughs> like it's really cool, and it's got like a giant sunroof. Like I'm kind of here for it. It's all really cool. Uh, it's got the same stupid door handles that Tesla uses. I hate those. I like those. But I mean, oh it's... no, the, you're right. This has the Model Three and Y version. Yeah. I hate those. Yeah, I really hate those a lot. But, but I mean, it's, overall, it's pretty cool. The S handles are good. I, I don't know if I like that butter yellow car. I like the butter yellow. The color, sorry. I want the butter yellow. That'd be the one I want. I mean, I, I love people ordering cars in colors, but yeah, no, I'm here. I'm here for it. Okay, it's better than gray, silver, black, or white. Yeah, no, I, I would. Okay, license plate says like Kerrygold or something. Are these coming here? 
I really want him to, but it's entirely uh, politics or problematic. I hear you. It's the same reason why I really don't want Vladimir Putin to invade Ukraine for like at least a year and a half. Oh, after that, it's fine though. As long as I get myself a Brimac Teos, like, that's all you care about. Like, invade him once, once I get my car. Like, I just want, I want my damn truck. That thing's so cool. I'm like, yeah, no, if you're, like, I. I accept, You're like, just closet always thinking about this thing. I am. Like, I really want the truck. Like, I've, I've thought about it more times this week than <laughs> I thought about Janice Buick. Like, and I really like the Buick. So, like, I spent a lot of time That's thinking amazing. about it. Like, That's so amazing. I, I should get a ticker, and every time I think about the Bremac Teos, like, <clears throat> click it. And if I think about it for more than 10 minutes, I'll, I'll click it a second time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I think of that truck a lot. I mean, it is very cool. And like, it's of Jimny that we'll be able to buy. Yeah, I was assuming Vladimir Putin doesn't invade Ukraine. Yeah, don't uh, do that, yeah, Vladimir Putin. Not yet. I'm, I'm, I know he's going to be a dickhead and try to do it. Like, it's like telling Hitler to not be a dickhead. Oh, like, yeah. he's going to be a dickhead. But, like, I let me get my Bremach and then be it. Because there's a difference. He doesn't own Bremach. Right. He doesn't own Gaz. Or Uaz. Uaz. Sorry, not Gaz. Gaz is luxury. But, uh... Gaz Chaika. Mm. Yeah, he does not own Ural Autozam. Um, I hate words. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what UAZ stands for, Zero Autozam? I guess. Uh, is it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, I'm glad that somebody's drunk enough, or they found an acronym for it, at least. Yeah, all the cars that have AZ in it means Autozam. Uh, is Lada an acronym? Lada is actually the export name. Okay. Um, for I forgot what they're. It's it, theirs is called. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna look it up real quick. One second That's here. Fine. Great radio. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just totally blank. I'll pull my next topic. You get back to me as um, soon as you find it. Yeah, I'll have it here. Uh, Vaz. It's Vaz. A, a Vaz. Uh, who is? What's V for in Vaz? I don't know. I think it's a Volga Autozam, I think. That could be. Because all the, they're named after oh, yeah. the um, the manufacturing plants are named after their geographic locations. Oh, so it's like Pontiac. Exactly. Okay. Kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, because they had a whole bunch of different ones. So they had like Zafrazidia Autozam in Ukraine and Zafrazidia Ukraine. They had Lutsk Ukraine, Luaz. Uh, Pilati Russia was the original auto has um but yeah so all their i've diff- glazed over where's the Bremach patriot coming from or taos coming from uh, that would be it's uaz okay. so you're all right very fine all right do you remember god it was probably 10 years ago when hyundai kia went from a company we don't really care about all that much to poaching audi's design people and bmw yeah, m's motorsport like, yeah, people about 15 years ago yeah yeah well albrecht Beerman. The father of the best 90s and 2000s BMW products that just, it, it was their best era, like it or not, for being an actual performance car. Mm-hmm. The guy that brought us the N Division, brought us the G70, brought us the Stinger, Genesis Coupe, however you feel about that. He's leaving. He's finally retiring. So he said he's going to stay on as an advisor, but we all know that that's going to mean bad things for the enthusiast leaning. Staying on as an advisor is just a really good way of saying, I'm going to get paid. I'm going to get paid for people to not listen to me. Exactly. And we already saw that with the Conan. Yeah. Which is auto only. So well, I, you I, had a great run, Hyundai Kia. Congratulations on making really good performance cars for the last like five years. 
But wait, wait. So he he retired? Yeah, he's retiring. Oh, he's retiring. Yeah, um, he's leaving the industry entirely. This so. is the thing, though, is I think that uh, Hyundai Kia have enough talent from. All they really need to do is just poach that one guy from Porsche that's keeping them afloat. That would be really good. That'd actually. be the only thing they need to do. You know that guy at Porsche is so upset right I now too because everything name. weighs five thousand pounds. I can't remember his name. I don't know. But he's the guy who made the seven speed. The Porsche Doppelkoppel and Desgetriebe. No, no, the seven speed manual. Oh, okay. Because he hated that. He hates oh, the. Okay. He hates the PDK. PDK, whatever it is. But yeah, they, they they literally make the manual because of the guy that designs like the GT twos and GT threes. Yeah. Like mandates that like for his employment. They yeah. re- he requires that they make a manual. Well, good for him to continue working there. And, and once if they if they will not make a manual, he will leave. Like that's literally his like employment clause. I like, like this man. He, this guy's great. I want to buy like, him several beers. He's a great guy. Like is you that, should actually look into him. Like it's, I, I kind of want to now. Um, and he's probably the reason for the new six speed too. Then I mean the seven yeah, speed is it yeah. still exists, but they they yeah, made he's an he's all the guy. Six speed yeah, the he's GT3. the guy that they yeah for the GT three mm-hmm. the guy that like made the manual for the GT three. Like, yeah, he's, like, their designer for all their performance cars. So I'm guessing he doesn't work on the Marisk project. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah, okay, yeah. Hyundai Kia, if you can get that guy, just promise to make all of your vehicles manual. And Han, then, uh, not Hans Metzger. It wasn't that one. No, he, yeah, that's the father of the old uh, plane-bearing IMS uh, flight six. I'll probably, his name will come to me at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, and he'll get you a phone call. I just, I mean, you're right. Hyundai Kia has a lot of good momentum, and we've even seen it in their EV division. Like, we just looked at the Ionic 5. That thing is gorgeous. And the thing is, is it's not like Nissan in the 90s where their their performance cars are a liability. Like, their performance cars for Hyundai and Kia are actually making the band, the brand better. Mm-hmm. Like, they're actually leading the brand. Um, as far as, like, public perception goes. Well, and they're getting people into their dealers that otherwise would never Exactly, and these aren't cars where they're losing money on them either. These are just, like, little things where it's like, hey, just use, you know, this exhaust instead of that one and put in, like, this sway bar. Like, small things. You're not, like, changing the world. It's not like you're making a dual-over-cam twin-turbo V6 that nobody can work on that (laughs) costs you millions (laughs) of of dollars, and now you're, you're totally upside down on a car that nobody wants to buy. I just wish we had gotten the G70 wagon before they ditched the manual. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Because that's a really nice-looking car. Um, but, I mean, like, even with, like, I, I know that you're, I, trust me, I, I will take a manual over an automatic any day, but I feel like my tolerance for automatics is much higher than yours. Because Cause you're aging. It, it, I think it's more because I realize I don't care about performance that much. It's a very nice thing to have. Well, performance is better with the auto. Well, you know, in, in driving enjoyment. Dri- dri- driving is not. enjoyment. I I appreciate that there's two ways to enjoy a car. You have utter luxury, and then you have lots of good fun with a manual. I still say that the and Phantom then, would be better with the six speed. It would be better, <laughs> but also there's something to say be said for having dumb fun, which is taking a seven hundred dollar Camry and mm-hmm. doing dumb things with it. Oh yeah. That then that would be the automatic kind of fun would be well, yeah. Dumb but fun. if you found a seven hundred dollar Camry, that I will take good to be fun over dumb fun any day. But you're, what you're saying is automatics are better because the used versions no, of them are cheaper. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying that there's a I can understand how somebody could enjoy an automatic. I just personally don't. 
really subscribe to that. I, I get where you're coming from with it, but for me, it's just. Mm. Well, I has a sad. So Albert I, Bearman, though he's a he's a G. He's he's a great guy. I just think that. Also, I think my other issue is I'd be more apathetic about like manuals and automatics and modern cars. I don't care about them that much. Well, I mean, I'm kind of in your same boat, and my qualification here is manuals are almost all gone. Yeah. And EVs are so damn good. Yeah. Like, that's, I'm just like so, like, if there's like most modern cars I want are EVs at this but point, which automatics are. Automatics will never get the pass card for me. They're... If you want something with two pedals, get an EV. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It's totally fair. Like, I, I totally get where you're coming from. But like, I'm just also like, this is fine. Like, like for me, like the boat, like the cars that are available, automatic only. The boat is like so far gone from port for those cars, <laughs> for me to like legitimately <laughs> want them. I'm just like, okay, like unless it's like a Rolls Royce or something, which is like mm-hmm. way too luxurious for me to care about like driving it. Yeah, that's one of those things where like, well, all right. Yeah, like, I'm just like okay. The like, Phantom is a great car. I like will the, say. whatever the Ferrari Portofino or whatever it's called. Yeah, no, I, I okay. Can you keep track of like okay? Modern Ferrari is like no. Lincoln when they went to the MK monikers. Like I can't keep track of anything right now. No, nah, I have no clue. I have no idea what any of their models are called. Yeah, uh, I, none of them are special. No. Not one. Nope. There's not a single Ferrari. I think the four five eight was the last one, right? I I, I could have said. Nothing's beautiful. That, that's the last one I could have said. That's kind of cool. And, like, even that was a, that's kind of cool. That yeah. wasn't, like, every time I saw a Ferrari, a 4 or 5, I think the last Ferrari in the era where I said that's actually cool, I think it might have been a 360 Spider. Oof. When it was new. Sure. It did not age well, but trust <laughs> me. Well, like. Correct. Literally. Just like oval sunglasses. Yeah, like, it, it was the last time that I saw a Ferrari, and I actually, like, in era went, that's cool. Yeah. Was, like, when, like. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2 came out. Yep. Like, it was like... And that's how they sold us the cars, yeah. It was that long ago. And well, they're still trying to do that. Like, I still I had to know. sit through sitting in a freaking Ferrari Portofino on, on Forza. And it's just like, okay, can we be done with this so I can get the chicken suit, please? Like, I, I don't want to drive this car. Where's my Brimac Taos? I'm literally in this vehicle so I can get the chicken suit outfit for my driver. That's all I want. Oh, like, God, dude. <laughs> Get me out of this piece. I'm of not shit. surprised. Like, yeah, it, yeah, I understand. I care about it, but like, that's something like so apathetic to like odd max. Like, I hear people you. are so upset. I'm just like, I don't even care. Like, I will be. I mean, there's so much, so many other issues that Emmanuel cannot save this vehicle. Like, true. And my my apathy is growing as well for the reasons I've just mentioned. So I mean, yeah, I, I'm much less fervent about it now than I was five years ago. Yeah, but like, yeah, five years ago you're insufferable about it. Like, well, I still because well, because that's the thing is. You are reaching the point that I was at 10 years ago, where I was totally apathetic to, like, new cars. Like, that literally, it was like... No, I'm just talking about automatics. Well I, mean, well, I mean, like, from automatics, like, my apathy level, like, because I, I was, a long time ago, was much more for, like, manual only. Like, manuals are better. I will fight and say, like, manuals are objectively better transmissions, but... Like I'm just like it's not a it's not worth my my willpower like it's just not because like if they took a manual out of a Mirage I would probably fight about that. See that's how it is for me on every vehicle that loses. Its but manual. there's like a manual out of like a 350 or 370Z I don't care about 370Z well, already. Buy one anyway. Yeah I don't want it. I don't care about more, that because I'm going to use those transmissions to swap shit in the future. That's true. But I, I guess like a better example would be like a manual out of like a Jeep Wrangler. Like I'm not. I'm definitely not gonna care about that. I 
That means nothing to me. I almost <laughs> bought a six speed JKU. So, but you know, let's, before it, I bought the FJ, was just the rain. Yeah, you were looking for a truck though, and I and the you, you didn't have the Bremac Teos on the horizon. That's about to just True. shit all over Jeep if it actually makes it here. And it comes with a manual. Oh, yes. So bad. I thought it was confirmed. It's coming. I know, but it's also Vladimir Putin. Oh, like, I, I see what you're saying. Okay. I really don't <laughs> think that truck will make it here. And that's why I'm so upset and why I'm so anxious about it is I want that truck so bad and geopolitics are going to get directly in my way. <laughs> like, I'm Par so, for the course. I know. I'm just so frustrated. <laughs> it's so bad being a Russian car enthusiast. <laughs> It's just the worst. The shit I hear that comes out of your face, like it just—it's it, never the same thing twice. No, it's just, it's, it's never new, anything I expect. New sentences that like are entirely plausible that nobody's ever said before. It sucks when you're a Russian car enthusiast. Um, so, Things have been said in the Russian language, but not English. Yeah, no, that's the first time we've said that, uttered that in English. What the forwards are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's move forward into something that's happier. Oh my uh, god, of me. That they little made, guy. Yes, they have a new concept. It's a buggy. So they made like a old beach buggy for Omni. It's not quite a dolly, but it's still really cute. They took the doors <laughs> off it. They gave these little half doors. And they have little headlight covers and like the tiniest little light bar. Oh, he and really like, wants to go off-roading. Yes, it's it's very good. I want it quite badly. I like the guy that's inside of it. Like Just sort of a sense of scale, how small it is. Oh, man. I'm I to love that us. this is a road-legal vehicle. That is in production right now. It's amazing. Like, France is so much better. And, like, uh, this is so silly. If this was automatic, I'd be okay with it. Like, luckily, it's it's electric. Yeah. But as I'm saying, it's like, it's so silly. Also, I like that the seats are numbered seat one and seat two. (laughs) That's so you can fill out your collision report from the fatality more easily. (laughs) For when you fly out of the car. I'm sure it actually probably does fine on crash tests. Probably. So. And see EV. EVs seem to, like, uh, as long as you don't get electrocuted, you're fine. Uh, but it's such a fun little vehicle. I want that so bad. The 800-volt Volkswagen yeah, insulation exactly. failure? Yeah. Mm, well, I see. Once they have insulation failures, that's when you have a problem. Like, I love in the stock photo number three that they have here, that they have the door open. Like, the dude couldn't just, like, step over the door. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's got the world's tiniest spoiler, and they have a spare tire mounted to the panoramic sunroof oh excellent yeah that, that seems safe it's so goofy i the, love this it has a fanny pack permanently affixed to the steering wheel it does you're right it's it's the Were only they... car that's ever come with a fanny pack how can you do that with an airbag that seems like really sketchy what if you put metal in there i don't know i'm very curious you know what i bet it does it probably flops straight down it looks like it's removable because in their in their cartoon art or whatever, it shows the lady wearing the Citroen badged fanny pack. It says awry or something. Probably on me. Oh, that's exactly what it says. Yeah, yeah. which is French for friend. <laughs> oh, that's a good name. For I know car, Citroen's good friend. friend. It also, it's got a key, like a key that goes into an ignition tumbler that you turn. I like that. I like that I, a lot. That's amazing. <laughs> I hate these fobs, man. I Fob, hate fobs. Are fobs are horrible. This is a perfect vehicle. God. France makes... Mm, it's a very good vehicle. I have something that I'm going to show you later that I believe might be even more perfect than this. I just think it's such a good vehicle, but I'm just... I'm here for that wacky little adventure vehicle. I like, love that so thing. Cute. It's just accessorizing for the sake of accessorizing. I would totally drive in a me. Like, that's like... 
the form factor that I need. I don't I, even think it has a heater, but I don't care. No, I, I'm pretty sure it does. It has a, oh. Yeah, because it's France. It's cold in France. I guess. I've, I've not seen one of those. Oh, yes, I have. Okay, I've seen it with the doors. But, um, yeah, I think, again, a me would be, like, a perfect car for me. Because, like, I'm looking for the smallest form factor of EV possible for running about. Yeah. I've got a gasser. The driving you do would be perfect. I've got a gasser that drives, like, here. Mm-hmm. And I have like an EV you for could like. You drive an Ami here. No yeah, I know, but I mean like uh, just like comfort. Like I can like go I do guess. more than just a direct drive here and there. And you can make washy turbo noises. Yeah, and like, but like I have my like I'd have like my little Ami for like going to go get Indian food or go do my Christmas shopping. You know, go things. get some ingredient for clip. Yeah, exactly. Like I could do all these like fun things. Could fly the Actually, white flag of war. I would not get ingredients or crepes. I would. Just go to one of the Vietnamese French uh, bakeries that are around St. Paul. Have you ever been to any of those? Probably not. Oh, my God. If you've not had Vietnamese French food. I am not very cultured. It is fucking mind-blowing. It's so good. It's everything that you love about Vietnamese food and everything you love about French food all slapped together. Ow. It's so good. Like Rip headphone users because um, I'm using headphones and that hurt. Like, you know, like Bon Mies? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's Vietnamese French. Yeah. It's like one of their many delicious items. But there's a uh, French Vietnamese bakery on University and I think Victoria or something. Um, but it's like halfway. It seems like a weird combination of like cultures. But if you think, well, it's because France colonized Vietnam for right. like hundreds of years. So that's why. And it, it's so delicious. And a lot of. So why aren't we getting any like super cool Vietnamese cars? Because Vietnam only makes motorcycles. That's true. Why don't we get any, like, super quirky Frenchish Vietnamese motorcycles? I feel like that would be something that, you know, if I ever need to, like, claim asylum from the United States, Vietnam's, like, mm-hmm. for a long time been on my list. But don't worry. I will do that. Okay. I will move to Vietnam and start up a little, like, a little, like, French, like, European-style motorcycle shop. And while you get started, you can grab one of these bad boys. The wow! Wuling <laughs> Hongwan Mini EV Cabrio. Oh, I'm- here for that. Which is $4,400, brand new, has a 105-mile range. Oh, my and God. And it's just the most adorable, tall, bright lime green, soft top, like, K-car-looking you know thing ever. This is a Honda City, like a AA City convertible. This is so... Look how like small nine inch those wheels, wheels are. I know. This is so cute. <laughs> I love this thing. I would voluntarily Look at the dude inside this. of it. I want this. It's like it, 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 you take a Honda... Urban E, mm-hmm. you take a Honda City, and then you take like a Citroen Cactus. Yep. You put them all together, <laughs> and then you give it the form factor of a Smart. And like that's what this is. It's Dude, just, this it's thing a, is, it's a bathtub. It, 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 it's like a cross between like a Bauer 2002 convertible and a Scion XB. But as, on the, but the, the size scale, of a K-car. Yeah, it's, this is amazing. I really like this. What a machine! I wish we got stuff like this here. Good God, why is China so good at this? I don't know. Clearly they're just, like, checkmating us on our... I really wish a China's government didn't... What? There is a direct correlation between the shittiness of a government and the quality of their vehicles. Actually, yeah. There's an absolute correlation. Because, yeah, we made some really good stuff in the last ten years. Yeah. Where we had the worst government ever. Yeah, but, like... When we, like, after World War II, yeah, and, like, oh, and, like it, we made really good, I guess, yeah, because yeah, that's, uh, yeah, our, our government sucked after World War II. Immediately after World War II, we made good stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, like, in, like, the, when America had, like, shit together, like, government-wise, like, as far as, like, taking care of the environment and everything, like, our cars sucked. 
and like England, their cars suck. Oh yeah, like their cars still suck though. Uh, I guess Norway. Or what? no, sorry, Sweden. Sweden. Sweden, Sweden doesn't Bubble? matter. No, Sweden doesn't matter because they're still a monarchy. So. <laughs> Monarchies don't matter. Okay, all right, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I'm sorry, like I'm trying to follow along, and then this shit gets like the wrench. Well, I was, in my I was, ex- I'm, like, I'm, okay. I'm trying to think of like exceptions to this rule because, like, yeah, okay, but like they're not really like a democratic like government. But like Russia, they make the best off-roaders. They're horrifying. Like yep. Chinese cars, like they have no well, solar. Russia is still just making a copied Willys Jeep, like ninety years later. Oh, uh, that's amazing! Yeah, and it's a really good off-road. Narendra Modi is a horrible, like, <laughs> piece of shit. So is other Modi. Yes, both of them are horrible pieces of shit. <laughs> but like, the Royal Enfield motorcycle is great. The DC Avanti is great. So, like the Tata um, rally concept they had was great. Like. India makes really cool cars. Um, Good lord. Vietnam, I guess they were a very... I like them as a government. And they make no cars. And that's probably my favorite government in the world right now. So it like, really seems to track. Um, I hate that. That does Fran- kind of make France sense. France made really great cars during De Gaulle. <laughs> which is like the worst era of France. Um, Japan, they've never admitted to anything any of the war crimes they committed so japan does not get a pass <laughs> they make amazing cars <laughs> south korea makes terribly boring cars for the most part well they do now that albert Beerman left but i mean like just historically they've generally made pretty terrible vehicles well, not terrible but boring yes. yeah but like in that's in there that that makes sense because they've got a pretty reasonable government they do yeah like you have Samsung. You know what? I, like, I'm convinced of this. Oh, Iran. Iran makes the Zamyad, Zamyad Z- Z24. Yeah. yeah. See? No government, best truck. Yeah. Even um, though it's a knockdown of a Mazda. I'm wondering if I'm sure that the the uh, Kang Sang 88. Oh, my God. That I wonder if that's still in production because North Korea has the like one of the worst governments. That's the 190E, right? Yeah, so I'm sure they still make a 190E in there. <laughs> like, totally. Like, it's just like there's a direct correlation to how shitty your government is. That was one of my favorite episodes we ever did. <laughs> Where we did North Korean cars. Dude, it wasn't even just that. It was like uh, all the, uh, the, the, the badged models that were like the same vehicle sold somewhere else. Yes. Just <laughs> like. What the hell? Like combine that with the North Korean cars and the the special editions, like, yeah. All that together, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. There's like so many like weird things. Also, if you want a crash course and how fucked up cars are? Boom. Oh, here's another really good one: Spanish cars yeah. under Franco. Really cool cars. All right, they made a combination me. of Italian and French cars made in Spain. Slight several examples. So they had like Seat came yep. out of that. Okay. They had a bunch of like weird literal voitoise. Voiture? Mini French cars. What, what, what's what's, what's a, the small version of car in French? Voiturette. Voiturette. Yeah, that. Okay. They made a bunch of Spanish homologation versions of that uh, in that era. Okay. So you get all these like little tiny cars of like 30 horsepower, but they were like a blast to drive. So it's like an me. Yeah, exactly. That's what an Ami was, was a Voiturette in English. Um, Brazil, Jair Bolsonaro, and like all their governments have always been disgustingly awful in every way. How the hell do we have no knowledge overlap? <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> it's amazing. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, so like the Brazilian government has historically just been horrible, and they Still make is. they make like really mm. cool trucks. So Are they like, still making the Sentra. Uh, no, that okay. was recently discontinued. Okay. That also correlated with the Mexican government uh, actually becoming less corrupt. So there's a oh, correlation with all that. Right. <laughs> all right. oh, so we want cartel era cars. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. But like <laughs> in like Brazil, they made like really cool. Like you could get you know, like up until 2001, you could get an FJ40 with a BJ15. Yeah, a BJ15, like, Toyota, like, cab over engine, like, like flatbed tow truck, Weird. diesel, non-turbo <laughs> engine. It's and just it, like Cuba if they could manufacture stuff. Like, and look at Cuba. Cuba's got nothing but 50s cars and Lottos. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it's there's all. A, you, there's an absolute direct correlation between the quality of your cars and how shitty your government is. I will never be unconvinced of that because I've always said that all the access, hmm. everybody that lost World War II, the hardest made a equivalently great car. Yeah. Well, because they had to. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, like, like, because, like, all right, the French objectively lost World War II harder than mm-hmm. anybody else. Like, they got their ass kicked every every step of the way, and then they had like a puppet government installed that had its ass kicked by the Allies. So, like, France got like kicked in the nuts, and on their way up, got kicked in the teeth by by like, the British because like they had a Vichy government. And as they're like rolling. Through consciousness in their farm field, they're like ah. I... And then immediately after World War Two, you get like the, the you get the Dachevo, and Dachevo. you get and you get the SM, and you have the the traction Avant getting even better, and you have. When you sent the... me that two CV a couple weeks ago, eighteen grand is a lot of money. It's a good price. It's, I know it's not price bad. Is right. I know it's not bad, but what I would have to sell to buy a two CV makes sense. No, I'm not selling my M5 to get a two CV. I much prefer the E39. As I'm just, I'm just, I'm imagining in my head like how Hip always tells me he's like, yeah, I have to lock my doors when I'm driving the POW because girls always jump in my car and ask for a ride. Yeah, I'm just imagining mm-hmm. like every guy, every guy, every guy, yeah, exactly. Every guy in the world like buys like an M5 because they're like, I have a sexy, cool car, I and do, then you know nothing, me, I nothing, do not. I know drive you're that not, but I'm just thinking of every but, other guy. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. every other guy is like, I have a sexy car, and it's, it's like a dude magnet. Yeah, like, and you have nothing but like. Like sweaty, like versions, like talking to you, talking at you, <laughs> at you about your car. Whereas, like, I you have some guy with like a with a two CV, like having to like hold his top shut. So, like, <laughs> the girls are trying to like, roll it back so he can hop in the car. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's just why I have the 124. Yeah, French cars are great. They are, and, and so is this. Look at this. This is amazing. Dude, it's a combination of like a, a French. Japanese idea made by the Chinese, and it's just perfect. Even the soft top looks good. Like, there's a picture down a little bit further here. I know, I saw the top. I'm 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 looking at the soft top. It's a it's a brown top with like a mauve car, and I'm like, I like it. I like how the soft top, like it, it's obviously just like a shitty soft top. Oh yeah, but like I actually like how it looks like that. Yeah, I I I, I like retro soft tops. Like soft tops, because I every soft top is gonna suck. Yeah, but not as bad as a hardtop. Fuck it. A retractable hardtop 20 years on. Pass. Awful. Pass. Like, Like, just dealing with the soft top in our R129, I'm like, that's... I'm so glad it's not an R230. Yeah. And, like, honestly, like, I was just thinking about, like, this. Like, this is, like, much more similar to, like, a Volkswagen Cabrio than it is, like... Yeah. 
Then it's like a Mercedes like C class like convertible. You'll be able to maintain this top. Yeah, it's that's why like, I bought my 124 instead of a Z4M. This looks like a reasonable EV. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. As I'm, I'm a big Dude, fan it of is reasonable. Forty four hundred dollars so equivalent, cheap. and it's a hundred and five mile range. It's so cheap. It's excellent. It's amazing. It's perfect. So it's just a happy little guy. Let's move on to another uh, EV that's made um, in a country with a good government that thus made shit cars, Ooh. but owned by a manufacturer from a shitty government, so it was actually a good car. Oh, you were just talking about this. So it was an exciting, this. shitty car. And what it was, was the <laughs> Nissan Bluebird, or Nissan Stanza 5-door. Now you're thinking I'm going to say Nissan Stanza Wagon, yeah, that's which is what I was not, because the Nissan Stanza Wagon was actually a Nissan Prairie sold as the Nissan Stanza Wagon, but they had a 5-door liftback, which was actually a wagon. This is an 80s Model S. But was not considered... A wagon in America. It was very confusing. You can see why nobody bought these. Well, it's not a wagon. Nobody, nobody knew what the hell it was. That's a five-door hatch. Yeah, but you, could, you could, there's no way on earth you're going to market this to anyone ever. Because nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. They still don't know. No. People get <laughs> ass mad when I call that thing a hatchback. Yeah, no, it's it's actually it's a liftback. But um, I guess no, you, you can call it a camback if you really want to get into it. No, the Model S, I meant. Oh, that Model S? Yeah, it's a hatchback. It is a hatchback, yeah. I know. People are like, oh, it's a sedan. I'm like, no. No? No, the whole window lifts. Yeah, the whole thing is a hatch. If, you're, if the window hatchback. lifts, it's a hatchback. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah, and there's no division of space either, so it's like, yeah. Okay, hey, sorry. This would be called a camback, though. <sighs> I, I will take your word for it. I believe a, you. A camback is like, uh, it's like a Scirocco or something where you have a tiny, or a, a BMW 318 Ti. Okay. Where you have a tiny trunk that cuts off abruptly. That's a camback. Well, in that case, that would be the same thing as my car. It's a tiny trunk that cuts off abruptly. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, continue with your story, please. <laughs> you can my be brain. a cam back and be something uh, else. I, I know. It's just, bad. Uh, I, had to I figure, love semantics, but this is too much. I, I had to figure this out because um, of course you did. when I was working at Good Karma, there was a lady <laughs> that brought that was going to bring in a Volkswagen Dasher. Okay. I had to ask her which car she was, which car she had, because the, the Volkswagen Dasher, she had an issue... That wasn't. No, she didn't exhaust on it, and there was a different muffler between the wagon, the hatchback, and the camback. I believe you. And I went, "What? Like, what the fuck is a camback?" And I had to look it up. And there was literally there's a wagon where it had a, a vertical D pillar. Sure. They had a hatchback, which was the three door version. It was about eight inches shorter. And had a vertical D pillar. Okay. But then they also had a four door cam back, which was a wagon, but with a tilty back window and like a one inch like piece of body work yeah, sure. between the window and where the the tailgate was. And so to, I had to describe this to like a seventy year old lady. That no idea. She's like, I just have this old dasher and I love it. I'm like, you don't love it that much. Like, I, I have not seen a it. working dasher in Ever. over fifteen years. I've never. Oh no, there was one on my peninsula I've, growing up. I can guarantee you have never seen a working Volkswagen Dasher. No, no, no. There was a working Dasher hey, on I'm my just street saying, growing I, up. I oh, okay. Never, right, yeah. right. I've never personally seen one in my entire life. There was also a Vanagon that was there when I was born. That's very cool. And it did not move until it vanished one day. I'm assuming it got scrapped. Probably. That yep. sounds like a Vanagon. Garbage. So anyway, uh, talking about different camebacks that aren't that, let's talk about the T12 Nissan Bluebird. Yes. Um, which was made in England, actually. Oh, no. Uh, they're Sunderland plants, so like I said it's a car made from a place of the reasonable government. I guess it's Thatcher England, so it kind of sucked. No, um, no, 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 
this lady's not for turning. <laughs> so yeah, actually, no, this all makes sense now because Thatcher sucked. Um, but yeah, so it was made in England, and it's the actually leaf the plant apparently. Yes, it's the thirty-fifth uh, anniversary of. Uh, yes, it is a leaf plant. You're correct. Um, it's the thirty-fifth anniversary of the Sunderland plant in the UK, and they decided to take basically a leaf powertrain and <laughs> stuff it into. I know, I said, I know. I know. But, um, <laughs> but they stuffed it into a T12 Bluebird that they'd made previously. Not this year, but they'd made previously. Is it, um, is the powertrain stuff out of a leaf? Yeah. Nice. It's all Nissan stuff, but it's all, it's entirely modernized. <clears throat> so it's kind of like the, uh, Hyundai Grandeur. That's what it was called. Grandeur. Yeah. yeah. The Hyundai Grandeur concept, but now it's a functioning stanza wagon because, I guess people care about stanzas now, but uh, like, I've got like two friends that are going to be really excited about this. Um, but it's really cool um, because not only did they just put an EV like power plant into it, they also like modernized the way the car itself works. They so get like LED headlights and they like a backlit emblem on the car. I love the weird like fluorescent paint too yeah the paint they gave it a super 80s paint job i guess i should mention that <laughs> i was gonna say that was the first thing i noticed when i clicked on your link uh I, but i also love that it's got like still 1980s tires on it because it's got like oh, 175 God. series tires on well, it. i'm sure it's fine it's i'm sure it's, pro- it... it's probably a riot to drive cause... was the original uh stanza cam back whatever this is was it <laughs> was it front wheel drive yeah is it still front wheel drive i assume okay <laughs> I assume. No idea. I like the uh, the picture, the uh, the one I have on the screen right now. Oh, uh, with all the lights. Yeah, it's like a light painting. That's what we did with the Z8 with Bellas down here. Yeah, that's like Kua does it. Like every single photo he has ever done in his life is light painted. Are these the HKS colors? Uh, no, they're not. They're yeah. just bright colors. HKS colors are oil slick, so it's teal and purple and black. I, think I really green. like the neon green. Yeah, this is a good color combo. But I love that they um, gave it, like, a little leaf, like, starter switch thing. Mm-hmm. But the rest of that, just it's just 80s interior. It's great. That looks so tacked on. It, it looks pretty bad. I wonder, but, like, what does the tack do? Wow! Look at the trunk. The trunk is just a giant battery pack. Oh, wow. That is not well retrofitted. Listen, it's, it's Nissan. They have no money. It's amazing that they can afford to do this. Is that the instrument case that Carlos Ghosn was in earlier? Yeah, yeah that's how I got him out, okay. actually. Okay, all right. I assume that's how they are going to... Wow, yeah, that is a dirty leaf retrofit. Yeah, they <laughs> just stuffed a leaf This in. is what my first EV swap is going to look like. Yeah, this is it. This is great. And <laughs> Nissan did it. I'm 100% here for this. I think the factory radiator's still there for the cooling. It's just, it's so cool. Yeah, why, I, yeah, it, it's, it is there, and it's like a half rad as well. Oh, my God. It's just, it's the coolest thing. I'm it, totally... it is, but I, okay. The battery compartment eats eighty percent and one hundred percent of the functional space oh, yeah. of the boot. On oh this yeah, thing. absolutely. Um, but I will say, have you ever seen a stanza camback that is this clean? I've never. No, seen No, God, one. no. The fact <laughs> that this car made it. Yeah, the, I, I, it, never mind the the this sketchy EV swap. Like this is just the fact that it exists is amazing. It has to be the only one. They must have pulled this from a museum. It had to have been. Like, I've been like, I've been actively looking at like stanzas and Blubsky's stuff. Blubsky's cousin. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like Blubsky's cousin. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Um, 
God, it's Mercedes just, would so roll cool. over if they saw it. I'm so into this car. Like, I love it. And that pink's actually really just a great shade of pink. I just think this is the coolest thing in the world. I love it. But yeah, it's called the um, Nissan Bluebird Newbird. Oh my god. And I have to say that in a British accent. The Nissan Bluebird Newbird. <laughs> oh god, I hate that. But, uh, Scott yeah. says you should get your Fiat wrapped in 80s colors. Ooh, that actually sounds like a really cool idea. Or like a 600 to Barth Rally livery or something. I've been thinking about like doing like like livery stuff on the Fiat because it's quite boring the way it is right now. I saw somebody post a, it wasn't an off-the-shelf green, but it was a really nice metallic green E39 M5. Mm. And I'm like, I kind of want to wrap mine in a color because like silver is so boring. That's also the E39 M5. Like it's, it's awesome supposed to be, it's also, it's supposed to be boring. I silver. know it's an understated car, but like silver. No, it's is... not that it's understated. It's just it's supposed to have a boring color. I'm not going to give you the compliment of calling it understated. No, because no, like the, they did. Uh, um... They were all they were. It, Germany's had a hard on for not having paint on their cars forever. But you get them in Dakar yellow and Amola red. And did you see the guy on? Uh, in oh, I guess you didn't. <laughs> You're not on that pit group in the BMW. No, yeah, I got banned. Yeah, I know you did. Okay. <laughs> uh, he, was t- he was talking about his first BMW. He's this older guy, and he bought brand new, like the best spec E36 I've ever heard of. Is a 318 Ti, a molar red, with a black interior, I think. Okay. Limited slit rear end yep. and manual. Nice. That's a great spec E36. This is peak E36. Especially if it was like a. Like a 96, wasn't it? The yeah. one year they offered like the M Sport package too, which had the M3 bumpers Ooh, and all the yeah, other I, nicer that'd be, appearance that'd stuff. That'd be really cool. But I just love the fact that it's on like a 318 Ti. And like, I Dude, also like the that. 96 318 Ti's. You got like the bus fabric, like I object, M Sport stuff. I, everybody like clowned on me for liking the 318, but like it's like aged to a point where I can say this like object. Like, it's actually my favorite E36. It's the 318. I so, agree with you yeah. because it has an E30 rear suspension. No way! I didn't know that. That's that's actually really cool. Ti's just, are all E30 in the back. I, I like how they've. I, th- I like the awkward rear end, the cam back. Oh, that's cool. It is. There's almost no E36 DNA in the Ti, which is why it's good. Okay, so that's probably why I like it. Yeah, because I don't like the normal one. That's certainly that's uh, absolutely literally zero things for me. 318 Ti Californias are extraordinarily rare. Not as rare as Bauer E30s or 2002s, but I would say there's fewer than a hundred in the states. Bauer 2002s are. And those, classic BMW. Those fucking do not exist. Man. I saw one in Range Rover. I mean, yeah, I mean, one, you know what I mean. One, like, one. I saw one. Yeah. Just one. Yeah. But, like, it just it accentuates the bathtubness of the 2002 oh, in yeah. the best way. Oh, like, yes. I love that. Like, oh, yeah. I've always thought, I've always thought, like, the 2002, the only way this can be made better is you remove the roof. So it looks like more of a wash. There is, and I can attest to this, having one that hasn't moved very much. Uh, it does not have enough structural rigidity <laughs> to not have a roof. <laughs> You're going to very much a... want a hard top mm. E10. But, yeah, no. Yeah. You can get an NSU. I wonder if NSU TT is more rigid. Because NSU made a convertible that's more ubiquitous than the 2002. See which one weighs more. Ooh, the 2002 for sure. But They're like 1,600 pounds. NSU's a three-cylinder. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, don't. Okay, don't mod either of them because they're gonna break. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I had no delusions of making it fast. So don't even worry about that. Yeah, it'll be fast. It's a slow car, fast. Yeah, no, you just enjoy it. It's it's a car. It's to like enjoy. a Citroen ME. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, no, you just enjoy the car. 
And you lock your doors. Oh, yeah. If they, if they still lock. Yeah, assuming the locks still work, just lock them. Cause... If you take a corner too hard, it might actually tweak the door to the <laughs> point where the lock won't work anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. That, that actually happens on Volkswagens. <sighs> of course it does. This guy was just chiming in. Like, apparently there was a recent Reddit thread about people's uh, lack of faith in Volkswagen being able to make a reliable EV powertrain. With good reason. <laughs> I have no faith in them doing that. I don't None. think he uh, tuned in for our taken cross turismo uh piece where we no, talked I, about I, the fact that they were going to make biodegradable high voltage yeah, wiring exactly it just like kill people electrify sport turismo, wi- whatever. Yeah, i don't a, care a, what electrify called. bicyclists as soon as they take the transmission out of that car i will give it the no time of day i will not until i see one it'll be about 30 years from now when i start going okay that's kind of cool i actually made a reliable car but it's gonna Maybe. take 30 years because volkswagen has like spent all of their goodwill capital that I've ever had with any company. What's going to happen to all these cars that require LTE connections when they when they drop out? Oh, you're be screwed, I guess. There's, I saw something about it earlier this week where like there was a concern about some vehicles that had 3G internet hardware and like the fact that it won't work at all next year. No, like the early Model S was 3G. Like that'd be hilarious. Are they just going to stop working? Like what's, what's the deal? Y2K for EVs. Yeah. Uh, it's not just EVs. Like a lot of cars have like personal hotspot bullshit, like the Chevy MyLink and all that other stuff. And also like the coming Bream Actios. That is 3G? No. But it's got Wi-Fi hotspot. Well, yeah, but it's probably LTE. Yeah, but 5 uh, but, uh, you know, 5, 5G is going to be Knowing Russia. 5G is going to have a problem. It's a Chinese double den. Yeah, that's got a cell modem in it. You just chuck that in the trash and you put in an Alpine. We have not added it. Don't don't worry. We're going to do... 2022. Yeah, our first episode in 2022, we are going to be doing the Modi Awards, and then we'll switch up our Brimactaos. Yeah, Brimactaos will just be... It'll just be a Brimactaos. Maybe. And, I mean, I think if we go to... Yeah, you can see the Jimny back there on I'm this just, one. I'm concerned if... I really don't want Vladimir Putin to invade Ukraine. I've never been so. I wrapped love that in... you don't care at all about the invasion, but you want. No, your... no, no. D- hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> all right, I should, I should preface this because I could probably sound like a dick. Um, no, that listen, would be a first. I'm, I admit that he's going to do it. I just want him to wait a little bit because it's an inevitability. Okay. He's going to be. He's because he's completely deranged. He's totally going to do it, and nobody's stopping him because because we live. You know, upside-down madness world that should have ended in 2012, but nobody clicked the off switch because the Aztec weren't around to click the off switch or Yeah, something. but we had Coney. Yeah, which he's still around. Yeah. <laughs> and it went absolutely nowhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, oh, um, my Lord. No, I, I, I think that it's a inevitability that he's going to invade Ukraine, and it's really shitty. Ukraine is weak. And I uh, really think that people should stand up for Ukraine because, like, Ukraine, like, totally is in the right here. Like, fuck that Vladimir Putin. They make a great truck. But, as I said earlier, there's a a, a great truck does not mean a great government. So what Ukraine should do is they should start a vehicle company if they don't already have one, and it should be a knockdown of the Jimny, and they should ship it to the States. No, it'll be terrible because it'll just end up being a Chevy Traverse because Ukraine's great. Oh, they have a good government? Yeah. Uh, Vladimir Zelensky's a wonderful president. Damn it. Okay, don't do that then. 
it, he just Scott's like what Neil's good trying to say. exactly we had yeah. a whole like half of the episode was about this yeah I was gonna say you must have tuned in late but yeah Ryan has this it's it's like a Top Gear back in the day where like when Ferrari's racing cars are good yeah their road cars are terrible yeah, and then vice versa this it, is like if a company a, sorry a country's a government, government yeah. is in good shape and doing good things their cars suck yeah but if you just got like molested by a world war you yeah. make the two CV, or which like, is amazing. What um, that wasn't even because of that it was because of De Gaulle, like because you had a, like a military lunatic being the president. Your comments are ruining our episode. We already covered all this. Right now, Ferrari's bad at both. Well, Ferrari theoretically has a perfectly good government, but they're just corrupt. You mean Italy? Sorry, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> Where are you flying to? Actually, uh, I'm taking an international flight to Ferrari. You know why I did that? Because the minister that's in charge of uh, Italy's awesome. like climate initiative of like going green. Okay, he's an ex-executive from Ferrari's of racing branch. So I'm like, it's like <laughs> that's like the separation of church and state here. It just it doesn't exist. Yeah. The separation of Ferrari and Italy. Yeah, it's it is the, the same, same thing. thing. You, just, you fly to Ferrari, like, <laughs> Ferrari world. You look at their international airport three-digit code. It's probably FER. Also, a perfect example of going back to like our topic from the top of the episode: um, Argentina. Yeah. Literally, the reason that Persang exists is like the worst reason. It's because like Nazis would send their cars there. Yeah. Before the war, and then they just wouldn't pick them up, and there'd be some guy that's just like, "Well, now I have to take care of all these Bugattis, and all their owners are." in jail or shot or hanged or like the Nuremberg trial to be hanged. And now I'm just stuck with all these cars. I now have to maintain. So he just made whole new cars out of them. So that's where percent came from. And there's, like I said, there's a direct correlation between the shittiness of a government and the quality of the vehicle. (laughs) I mean, I can't, yeah, I was going to say the Nurburgring, (sighs) the Nurburgring trial, Scott says, no, I mean, (laughs) the Nurburgring came to be under Hitler. I said, there's a direct correlation yeah. between the quality of your car and the shittiness of your government, and uh, it, it's it, it's not like a good thing by any means, no. but like it's a real thing. Like, because so why we didn't get a repeal of the 25 year import rule with Trump makes me irate. Oh, because he was awful. Well, I know, but like, I don't know why that should have been like good for cars, though. No, because no Republicans aren't no better than Democrats. It's like, right, so this is the thing with, like, politics is, like... But that was a bad government, so, like... Yeah, but it, uh, this is the thing is... I have on time. That's what I'm getting at. The thing is, the, the government, uh, the, with the American government, what we have is we have the aunt that always says, she's going to take you to Disneyland, but something keeps coming up. I like, this, you told me that, this, yeah. this is This is Disneyland. <laughs> and you have the uncle that says, we can't afford to go to Disneyland, and then you find out he went without you, and that's the Republicans. Like, yep. that's what you have. You, yeah. d- you have the aunt that lies you and the uncle that's, like, too real. Mm-hmm. And they both suck for different reasons. But anyway, let's move on to your final topic. I have one final topic, and it's not one from the internet. It's from me. So, last... Let's see here. Tuesday, it okay. was. I am an old man. I follow a really, really strict schedule when it comes to when I go to sleep, when I wake up. I know, yeah, you're horrible. Long story short, I was in bed at okay. 10, 10 p.m. Central Time. I hear an engine revving outside. Like, you know, the kind of, like, stuck engine noise <laughs> that I had to investigate. Stuck revving. Yeah. It's a different noise. It is. Yeah. Because it, 
it exists in multiple instances with like a certain lull between it, it, where somebody tries to make a change. It's, it's panicked revving. It's panicked revving with no load. And it yeah. yes, and it was especially panicked after I opened up my cameras on my phone when I found out that the Amazon long wheelbase Dodge Promaster that was turning around in my driveway had flattened my do not turn around sign. I had to completely get dressed, go outside, wait for this dude to get out of his ProMaster. I point at did the sign. Did you yell at him? No, I did not. Oh. And I have a full recording of the entire conversation. The guy's name was Mike. He was driving van number 32. I feel a little bit bad for everyone no. doing those deliveries because that is a horse crap job. It is a, it's a, it's a shit job, but he also sh- shouldn't have gone to your driveway. There's Correct. a sign. Correct. It literally says. Very clear. There's a reason that sign's there. Very clear. Because so, you'll get stuck. After that, I'm like, is there a number I can call? He's like, call Amazon. I'm like, there's no number for Amazon. Who can I call? He's like, you just have to go call, to the regular support. He called Darren. Darren calls Daddy Jeff. Jeff Bezos takes his space his dick rocket, flies to your driveway, and then unsticks the truck for you, what gets I back did in his dick rocket, and flies back home. Is I offered to help the man get the vehicle unstuck after getting his name and the unit number. So what he had me do was get in the Amazon van while he pushed it. So I have now driven a Fiat Promaster Amazon van. How is it? Which I don't think is copacetic with their rules i'm pretty sure it's not cool if a civilian gets into an amazon van and drives it uh it's really high up visibility is pretty good the The gear shifter is not great and it's mechanical up on the dash which i wasn't expecting um but anyway i backed it out very easily by slowly rocking it and not losing traction i later that evening after mike had gone his merry way wasn't even for a delivery for me mind you oh yeah just turning around in my driveway. What a dickhead. Yeah, and that was one thing I had to go through several times on support. Like, oh, what order was it from? I'm like, he wasn't delivering to my house. The dude just wrecked my property. So, got through after, like, okay, they wanted to just, like, put in a, a request and have somebody call me back. I'm like, no, no, I want to deal with this right now. No, we're doing this right now. Me, so, yeah. an hour and 20 minutes later, after going through three reps, which were progressively getting more and you're, more you're irate. Now, you're now getting closer to my time to go to bed. Yeah, it was well after 11.30 um, by the time I actually got to sleep, but I finally got a claim submitted. I had a reference number. I get an email back yesterday morning. I had given them receipts for everything I had, which was the, the aluminum pole, the signs, telling them that the signs were riveted to the aluminum poles and they could not be reused because they were riveted, and an hour of my time, which I value at $75 to replace this thing. That's fair, I received no response until they emailed me saying, we have received your request and we've agreed to the $30.62 for the sign post. The signs can be reused. We are issuing your check now. I'm like, I do not agree to these terms. You didn't factor in sales tax. You didn't factor in the signs, which I can't reuse, nor did you factor in my time to replace this when your driver damaged my property. I have received no response at this point. So if I receive that check, I will absolutely be filing another claim. This isn't the first time Amazon has flattened my sign. I know they will pay me out. I had it done last time. You, you, I got $220 last time. Yeah, I, th- I think you need to raise your rate. Because <laughs> you also have to think of your time for... Well, I did. Like I, I gave them the, the actual cost of the things that were there, plus my time. That's but now I need to like charge them for my time to deal with their shit-ass system. But anyway, the irony of somebody flattening my no-turnaround sign while turning around is just Which, That is amazing. It was absolutely amazing. 
And the dude was just like, he was hopping mad that he was stuck. Nice enough guy. I feel like we know enough people that work at Amazon, you could probably get Jeff Bezos' private phone number and I don't him think directly that's the case, about that. But I do spend like $200,000 a year on Amazon because I, I use if, my personal account for work. I wonder if he... Huh. There's got to be a Jeff Bezos at Amazon.com email or something. I, I doubt it, but... <laughs> I'm just wondering how high you can take this up the food chain. I don't know, but again, if they mail me a check for $31, I will absolutely be wasting all of their time. Oh, you ain't to do is you can get a ticket for his dick rocket and complain to him for like three hours nonstop on his dick rocket about how mad you are about them flattening your sign. <laughs> I'm not. I'm undecided on what I'm gonna do yet. But if you guys want to see the full uncut thing with the audio clip, you can go to YouTube and search 4.5 degrees. I made a YouTube channel for my friend's street, <laughs> and uh, you can check it out. Why did she call it 4.5 degrees? Because that's the slope of the street that oh, people God. fail to get up. <laughs> you know, like the 11 foot eight bridge. Yeah, 4.5 4.5 degrees. degrees. Yeah, if your tires are that bad, where you can't get up a 4.5 degree slope. Anyway, uh, thank you all there for listening. 4.5 degrees on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to subscribe to that. <laughs> Have a good uh, holiday season. We will catch you guys next week.